Hello and welcome to the Troy Talk Business and Marketing Podcast here from Troy Marketing. I'm your host, Dennis Finbar Cronin, and I'm delighted to be here in Westport today in Flame Fit Gym. I'm joined by the owner, Siobhan. Siobhan, you're very welcome on. You're the first guest on the podcast. We're thrilled to have you. Thanks, Denny and I. Thank you. So, Siobhan, we're here in this amazing facility you have in Westport. But before we dive into the business side of things, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself first? So my name is Siobhan, um, I am a qualified personal trainer and strength and conditioning coach. I'm originally from Casabar and I also have qualifications in nutrition, um, specifically around nutrition for fitness. Um, I'm the owner here of Flame Fit Gym in Westport and I'm married to Arthur Jeroha, he's a, a tattoo artist in Galway. So we run several businesses between us, there's the gym in Westport and we have the tattoo shop in Galway and Paul Laser in Galway as well. And what else can I say about myself, we have six daughters between us from the age of three up to 18. So extremely busy, um, but we love what we do, so we're very lucky to be in Dallas and we're passionate about it. Well, geez, the two of you are so busy. I'd like just thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on this. And Siobhan, we're in this, this is definitely a state-of-the-art gym here in Westport. I suppose, where did the inspiration behind FlameFit specifically come about? Um, well, we definitely, um, I've always, it's been the ultimate goal since I became a personal trainer, worked in gyms, worked in fitness, and was absolutely obsessed <clears throat> with the whole fitness industry. And it was always the um, ultimate dream to have a gym of my own. But the name, or the brand name Flame Fit Gym came around, actually, funnily enough, I was on a fitness holiday in Thailand, in Phuket, and the fitness industry is absolutely amazing over there. And I was in one of the CrossFit gyms. I was on a one week holiday. Um, I'd been working flat out for a long time as a gym instructor and personal trainer in Casa Bar. And when I was over there, I was kind of brainstorming ideas with a friend of mine after a CrossFit class in Unit 27. We went for coffee, we had breakfast in the morning, and we're kind of throwing around ideas for a brand name for my personal training um, uh, brand. And she actually, Anya is her name, she actually threw out the idea because I've got red hair of, and she always said a fiery personality, is everybody, ha- everybody has always said that about me, um, with the red hair. And we decided to come up with the name Flame Fitness. And then eventually that became really successful. And um, I established the name over the course of two or three years. And eventually we decided to open the gym under the same name, Flame Fit Gym. And we'd say like that, a, a lot of personal trainers and any anyone that works for anyone else would often aspire to open up their own business. Um, what about it was really said to you, right, this is the time I can do it, or was it a kind of over time you said, right, in another year or two's time, I'm gonna open my own gym, or what, what, what made you take the plunge almost? I think that it was, um... It was a few factors actually. It was I was working in Castle Bar, but the gym that I was in in Castle Bar that I was working in wasn't actually open on Sunday. So I used to travel down to Galway to the gym in Galway quite a bit at the weekends. And we were in Westport um, one day, and we just noticed that there was, there was very few gyms. There was a few small hotel gyms open here. I was living in Westport at the time, and I just thought there was a crying need for a really good facility and a waste gym um, with, with lots of variety of equipment here in Westport. So I saw the need for it, and I think it was kind of a now or never moment. Um, it was always in the back of my mind, but I just thought I do it now or I do it never, and the timing was right, and it's just been been hugely successful since. Well, that's great. It's great to hear, and it's great to see that your vision has come to fruition almost. But I suppose, well, Siobhan, if someone out there now is watching this and they're saying to themselves, "Do you know what? 
maybe now is the time for me to do this. What advice would you give to them? I think the first thing, the, the thing that really, really benefited me was having a really strong vision of what I wanted to achieve. Um, being very specific about the product that you're bringing to the market, about who your, your target market is, and it all comes back to having a strong um, business plan to start off with, I think. But you really need to do a lot of work on your business plan to know exactly what you're hoping to achieve, and I think that it, it does a lot of good for you yourself to know which direction your business is going in, um, is it sustainable, um, and is it realistic You know, before you get into to investing. And with that, I suppose, you probably you got your business plan together and you're, you're ready to rock. Initially, marketing the business, like we'd say, you probably had your own branding going at the time. Did you have a, a strategic plan where you said, right, we need to get this in front of as many eyes in terms of a, a marketing budget? Or what way did you go about it? I know you're very big on social media, for example. Yeah, social media is definitely the huge thing because I think in the fitness industry, I think you yourself are the product. Um, and you know your your members are also the product as well. Um, you're, you're you're offering a service, of course, but I think the product itself is is you as the face of the brand. And I think you have to be very comfortable putting yourself out there online, getting your face face out there, and letting people know this is exactly what you do. So the minute they think of you, they know exactly what you're here to provide them and what service you can provide them, what value you can give them. And like that, I can really see even online from following you, Siobhan, there's definitely a community here that it's almost that you're like you're part of the, the fame for brand if you're a member here. Was was that your plan to kind of create a community uh, within the online presence? Because they're marketing your business for you, then. Absolutely, yeah. Your members are your advertising. So I think you can waste, you can throw a lot of money at, you know, social media adverts and everything else, but I think the biggest payback um, as a company is to have members that are you know sharing your videos online sharing your content online and that they're um, you know they're, they're motivated to do that um, and I think that, that that can be absolutely huge for a brand absolutely and I, I think that's something more and more businesses are trying to do and it's great to see you doing it successfully here and I, I suppose touching on that Siobhan you split your time between here and Galway how do you manage to, to be involved in two, two or three businesses concurrently do you have to have a real kind of rigid schedule to work off or how do, how do you manage your time so well? 100% it's definitely a seven day a week job you don't really have days off absolutely you know we, we might try and plan a holiday here and there but um, week to week it's it's seven days I have a fantastic team here um, I've got a really really strong crew of personal trainers that are working here my daughter also works here as reception we've got a great team up in Galway as well so we are you know splitting our time but you know it's it's definitely 24-7 <laughs> well you have a good role anyway to come up and down anyway and Siobhan as well I suppose you reopened obviously recently after that lockdown we had what what aspects of your business did you have to change we'd say here particularly because obviously there's a lot of talk about you know gyms and stuff but there's there's no real uh, rush to close yeah. them because I think it's really important for people's health and uh, mental health as well what, what what measures did you have to change uh, about your structure the first thing we did have to adapt um, you know very quickly um, to the circumstances the first thing that we did was we, we stopped doing classes and uh, because I felt that it, it you know it, it, it was no safe way really to, to provide classes to have groups of people training that closely with each other um, so we don't do classes anymore. We have the gym here, the weights gym, and we also have a connecting studio. So we actually um, expanded the gym into the studio, which gave us a lot more space. It, and you know, it, it meant that people could train, and they'd have a lot, they'd split people between the gym and the studio, which was great. 
Um, we also stopped doing um, walk-ins or visitors to the gym, um, which was a really big change because obviously when we first set up the gym, um, Westport being a tourist town, we would attract a lot of visitors from all over Ireland and overseas. Um, and in our first year, we had a lot of visitors to the gym, which was fantastic. But just with the current circumstances that we're in, we felt that we needed to look after our members that were with us throughout the year. So um, we're a members only gym now, which means that we can really, really focus in on the members that are here week to week for the whole year. And it has created much more of a community feel, which is great, especially at the moment. I think we're all about looking after each other, looking after the community. They support us and we support them. Uh, we know everybody that trains here with us, which is fantastic as well. Well, that's great to hear. And it's great to see you back open because I, I think it's, it's great to see people supporting local and vice versa. And Siobhan, I suppose I can't have you on without touching on the Miss Mayo uh, pageant. You were the, one of the title sponsors for the event. You were judging it. How, how did you find working, I suppose, as the person running it? I'd love to hear, what, what did you think about getting involved with an event like that under the circumstances? And how did you find being a judge on, on an event like that? It was such a fantastic you know, experience from start to finish. And it was just the timing of it all. When you contacted me, Denny, it was, you know, we were just straight out of the lockdown. Um, I was really busy getting the gym back open. I just thought it's been great to have something to look forward to for the girls, the local girls, which is a lot of them training here with us. And you know, I just really wanted to have something, you know, to give them a reason to to get ready, to get dressed up, to get excited and motivated. And I think it's just a fantastic organisation overall. Um, you know, it teaches them so much that I believe in. You know, instilling confidence in young people. It helping them to believe in themselves and to, to see the skills that they have, you know, so it's fantastic. So it was a great experience and being a judge, yeah, <laughs> to pretend I was Simon Cowell good night. Um, it was great fun, yeah, really, really good. Well, you were definitely one of the, the, the better judges on the night from the audience reaction, which were the girls themselves. <laughs> Some of the other judges were a bit meaner, Patrick particularly, I uh, didn't pull any punches when it came to the questions. And Siobhan, work, working with an event like that, I suppose, it, like from my point of view, it was great to kind of bring a bit of uh, buzz and like money into the economy because everyone was spending in the local boutiques, etc., and the hairdressers and whatnot. Absolutely. But from your brand's point of view, I suppose, when, when there'd be a lot of business owners out there saying, Do you know what, will I go on and invest in something like that? Would you, did you feel like you got a good return on investment with it or what were your what was your thoughts on that? I really did because I think, you know, as a business owner, you there's always somebody looking for you to, um, you know, to, to sponsor them. There's a lot of people that are always looking for sponsorship and it's to choose what's a good fit for your brand. Um, and I just, just felt that the Miss Mayo pageant was a very good fit for us at, at this time um, because you know the, the age group are a lot this the same age that train at our gym it's young people from the age of 16 up to 24 25 our main age category of course we have people that are older but that's the bulk of our memories are that age so yeah it just seems like a very good fit and we're delighted that georgia millet as the miss mayo and she's she's a proud brand ambassador for you here in flamefield she's uh, smashing it we can't wait to see her at the final and i suppose siobhan uh, coming to the end of this i suppose what's what's the plan where where do you see uh flame fit in five years time um well definitely you know there's always the the hope to maybe expand to another location um we we are always looking to, to we, we need more space at the moment we're getting busier and busier so i can only imagine the next year or two that'll be something that's on the cards um i'd love the flame fit gym brand to be recognized nationally and internationally that would be the dream and um, we're actually um, 
we're launching a new active gym wear line, uh, myself and my husband. So we have a new brand coming up now called Gym and Ink, which is really, really exciting. So that'll promote the brand even more. So there's loads and loads of brands, but I can't get them away. <laughs> I can't get them all away, Danny. Oh my God. So, yeah, well, do you know what? Best of luck with that. I, I can't wait to see you get on. I must, I'll definitely get something for myself anyway, for my, my runs or whatever. And I just suppose, just before you go, Siobhan, what advice would you have to someone out there that might be kind of struggling at the moment for a bit of motivation? If they need to maybe get back on the, the horse, as you say, in terms of their fitness journey, what advice would you say to someone? I would just say, you know, it's it's step by step, small baby steps. Um, and I'm always saying it to the guys here, you you know, you, you, you don't, a lot of people don't realise their own potential. Um, and it's just kind of finding somebody that can support you on the initial steps towards the journey. So I'm always for hiring a personal trainer. If you're not comfortable, if you feel nervous about going into a gym, you're not sure what to do, hire a personal trainer. They will be there for you. They'll, they'll show you all the equipment. They'll tell you exactly, you know, they'll give you a training plan to follow. Um, getting the help, being able to ask for a little bit of help um, and just taking, making sure that you really, are you know trusting in the process you're not going to get results overnight of course um but within three months you can see massive changes so it's just the, the first step is the biggest one absolutely so siobhan i'd just like to thank you so much for coming on and being our first guest on the troy talk podcast i want to wish you all the best in the future no doubt you're going to go on to bigger and better things no doubt with the new brand coming out and whatnot and uh, thanks so much you're more than welcome <laughs> guys thank you so much at home for watching until next time this has been troy talk and we'll see you soon